Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today... We are doing a live Q&A inside my Total Athlete Takeover Combat Sports Conditioning Facebook group. If you are listening to the podcast and you are not in the group yet and you want free, valuable information on how you can improve your training as a combat sports athlete, make sure to drop a comment on this podcast, leave a review, or send me a message on social media to learn how we can get you in there. Now, The first question that we're getting into is somebody asked me, you post a lot of conditioning workouts and which one is the best? So this is a little bit of a complicated question to unpack because as with basically everything in combat sports, in athletics overall, in strength and conditioning overall, there's no one best answer or one right answer. So when it comes to the conditioning workouts you see on my social media pages, the key is balance. And the key is figuring out what you're working towards, what you need more work on, and in turn, then actually picking the conditioning workouts that are going to give you the best effect. So basically, when you hear me say anaerobic, alactic conditioning, 10 to 12 seconds of effort at 100% intensity. So this is going to be best for you if you are dealing with you know, issues gassing out from throwing hard combinations. You know, you throw three, four, five hard punches and you start to feel your, like your energy go down. You need better anaerobic alactic conditioning. If you feel like you have more of a trouble, like when you're forced to push a high pace for a shorter period of time, then that might be going into anaerobic lactic conditioning. So about one minute of max intensity work followed by a complete rest. And then finally, the third one, any of the aerobic conditioning circuits or sessions that I've posted, um, these these are going to be more if you have trouble keeping pace for a longer period of time. So, you know, you feel good in round one and round two, and then you start to fade in round three. So then when it comes to, you know, which individual circuit or which individual session is the best, it all just depends what you have access to. If you have no equipment that you can train with, then, you know, anything that I post that's body weight only is going to be the best. If you have an air bike and you don't have any weights, well, then hit the air bike sessions. If you have a bunch of weights and you don't have an air bike, hit the, you know, circuit sessions with the weights. There's not one that's going to be better than the other because the body needs to do different things in order to make sure you don't just fully adapt and stop getting benefit from the work you're doing. All right. Um, Question number two, this one I've been getting a lot this whole week, and that's what do I think of Charles Oliveira and Paulo Costa pulling out of their fights? So my opinion on this might be a little different than some fighters or some athletes, but man, if you're injured, pull out of your fight. Like, 
if you're not going to be able to fight at your best and you're not going to be able to give yourself a good chance to win, don't fight. The amount of times we see athletes that go into fights compromised, then they lose and then they come out after and they're like, oh, yeah, but I was compromised. It's like, cool, you made the decision to be there. And if you made the decision to be there and you lost, it doesn't matter if you were compromised. You lost. So a guy like Charles Oliveira getting a nasty cut opened up over his eye and then stepping out of their, out of his fight makes perfect sense to me. What's he going to do? Go into the fight, take one punch to that one spot on his forehead, have it split open and have the doctor stop the fight and lose. And now he's not going to get another shot at Makachev for the rest of his career. Like, I get some people have the, oh, you can fight through anything kind of mentality. To me, you're there to win. And if you're not going to be able to put yourself in a good position where you have a good chance to win, why are you there? You know, and I understand there are some times where the promotion might force your hand or whatever, but it's like, put your health and put yourself first in those situations when you're able to. And that's my thought on that. Now, number three, uh, and because I've been getting a lot of questions about the clown show that's happening uh, tomorrow night, Dylan Dennis and Logan Paul, I got two questions about this. These ones won't take too much time. So the first one is, what do I think of the lawsuits between Dylan Dennis and Logan Paul? So honestly, I think it's a little goofy. Um, Personally, I wouldn't go after someone's fiance or someone's wife, even if they're, you know, even if they're giving you reason to, like, it just doesn't feel great to me. But at the same time, like you're going to get into a ring and punch each other in the face for, I think, 18 minutes. You really had to bring lawyers into it. Like it just it seems a little uh, it seems a little silly. But then again, I feel like Logan Paul's kind of shown that he's not above weird kind of silly shit when it comes to the fight world and all that. Um, and then finally, who do I think is going to win? Honestly, it's kind of a toss up for me. But if I had to pick one, I really hope Dylan can pull it off but I feel like Logan Paul is going to win by decision. And the reason I say decision is because I don't think he's going to be able to knock him out. And I feel like with it being KSI's promotion, unless Dylan knocks Logan out, I feel like he's going to get the decision, even if it's a questionable one. Now let's get back to questions that I actually enjoy answering. Uh, How can I stop from fatiguing when throwing power? So when you're throwing power shots, and you feel like you're gassing out fast from those power shots and you're losing the pop on your punches, what you need in order to stop yourself from fatiguing when you're throwing those kinds of shots is you need anaerobic alactic conditioning like we were talking about before. So when that happens, basically what happens to the body when you throw those power shots is the ATP, the energy in the body, zaps really fast. And if your anaerobic alactic system is not well-trained, that's going to zap really fast, and then it's going to take longer for the aerobic system working in the background to refuel you. So those circuits that I post that are, you know, 10 to 12 seconds of effort followed by the complete rest for usually 6 to 12 rounds, something like that two times a week in the last four weeks of your training camp. And that should play a large factor in you feeling like you're gassing out when you're throwing hard combos. Um, as well, if you feel like you're doing that and it's not making a difference, then it could be an aerobic system thing. So again, these systems all work together all the time. So if the anaerobic system is well-trained, those 10 to 12 second maximum efforts 
but the aerobic system's not well-trained, then the anaerobic system's still going to fade off, but the aerobic system needs to be well-trained to be able to refuel the energy and help you be able to explode like that again, right? So the long answer is all three of those systems need to be really well-trained, but usually if the anaerobic, uh, sorry, usually if it's getting tired from throwing power shots, that usually for me starts with the anaerobic system. So 10 to 12 seconds of max effort, followed by a complete rest, six to 12 rounds, two to three times, eh, two times in the, a week in the last four weeks of your training camp. And that should be a good start. But again, every time I give answers like this, I can't stress it enough. Every person is going to be a little bit different. So don't expect that you're going to do that and it's going to be the magical cure to everything, but it should be a very good place to start. Now, final question for you all. How many recovery days should I have in my week? Now, this is going to be an answer that you've heard before, which is it depends. But usually I recommend people one. And when I say one, I mean one at least. It depends on the athlete. Like if you're working a full-time physical job where you're, you know, working 10 to 12 hours a day, your body likely needs more recovery than the guy who's, you know, sitting at a desk for six hours a day, four days a week. And so that person is going to be able to train more because they're not physically exerting themselves all the time in their job. Whereas the person who's got a brutally hard physical job all day is going to need more recovery than that person. So usually I say one and one is the minimum because you need that time to refuel. But depending on who you are and depending on your situation, I would go as high as two if you were actually training for fights and training to compete. If you're just training for fun, that's a whole different story. The way that I like to put this, um, the way that I like to put these things for uh, from a training standpoint, sorry, two notifications just popped up through my computer. It threw me off for a second. The way I like to explain this to athletes is it's like driving a car. You know, athletes think the more training I do, the better I'm going to get. And it's like when you jump in your car on a road trip, you think the longer I drive, the further I'm going to get. That's true until the car runs out of gas. And that's what a lot of athletes are doing them doing to themselves. They're trying to drive the car even with no gas in it. But think about it this way. Would you rather the car break down in the middle of the road and nowhere near any gas station? And now you've got all this time that you've got to go find a gas station, grab gas, bring it back to your car, all that. Or would you rather pull into a gas station when you've still got, you know, 20 to 30 percent of your gas left from the hard week of training, refuel and then have 100 percent going into your next week? Right. Doing it that way and pulling into the gas station before the car is out of gas is like taking a recovery day. Whereas where a lot of people go is they say, you know, oh, I still feel okay, so I'm going to keep training. And then they keep training, keep training, keep driving, keep driving, keep using gas, using gas, using gas. And eventually they get hurt or they get so burnt out that they can't train for like a week. And then they end up doing more damage in the end. Right. So when you're on a road trip, you want to stop at the gas station while there's still gas in the tank so that you don't end up breaking down in the middle of the road and then having to take hours out of your trip to find gas and get your car started back up again. Same thing with training. You don't want to train every single day until your whole body's just dead and broken. And then you need to take a long time off to let it heal. You want to take a day, training day when you've used up a lot of your energy, you still have some left and then you can refuel. And then your next week of training is going to be so much more effective. So guys, those are the questions I got. 
I hope you got some value from that. If you did, I'd love to know what it is. Drop a comment on the video if you are here, if you are listening to watching this back in the Facebook group. If you're here on the podcast, make sure that you subscribe to the show, leave a review if you've gotten some value from it before, and then go follow me across all social media platforms so you can get more value like this. And make sure you join the Facebook group so that you can get these live Q&A sessions every single week. Guys, I appreciate you. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And I'll catch you on the next episode.